What is up, everyone? Welcome to Plastic Arts Podcast, a show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie. I'm joined by my co-host, Indie Game Dev, and something else, something cooler that I got to think of, Gavin. Gavin Jones. Gavin, how are you? I'm good. I got, I got a puppy. I got, for some reason... Titties on Twitter in the background. I'm not quite I, sure. Okay, yeah. So we have Twitter open. I follow a, a bevy of different, you know, content creators. You know, and that seems like another one there that you can't a, see. It's uh, OnlyFans ain't gonna OnlyFans themselves. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How you been? I've been good. Been good. Living, living life. Uh, feels like we're already in month three of 2021, and I've done exactly zero with my life, mm. which is. Uh, I mean, that's, that's me. That's most people. It's like, we've had, we're pretty much at a year now dealing with the quarantine, right? With the yeah. shutdown. So like in that year time span, if you didn't die, it's like, what did you do with your life? I didn't do much. Like I right. started and stopped various diets, did yeah. various like, uh, you uh-huh. know, hobbies and, but I'm right back where I was before. So I think you're a little bit better at holding on to hobbies than I am, but, uh, I, I feel I, I forget the the uh, name of the particular bare naked lady said it best when they said uh, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Uh, why did we not listen when we were younger? Now, do you want to double down on the fact that that's bare naked ladies or do you think I do not? <laughs> Is it uh, so I I, it, I I paused before saying the right. All right. So if it's not bare naked, give ladies, another shot. I know who it is. <sighs> this, this is my well actually moment for you. <sighs> I'll just tell you, it's a uh, Smash Mouth. Damn it! Damn <laughs> the only it. reason why I'm not like this, you know, the scholar for Smash Mouth uh, um, lyrics, but there's an app called Wombo that will like take your face, and I'm sure it's still your identity, but take your face and manipulate it so you're singing and dancing to a song. One of the songs is Smash Mouth, and like that that part of that lyric is in the song, but it's pretty dope. This is one of those situations where that sounds dumb. Count me in. <laughs> <laughs> I will, uh, I'll send you the link. It's pretty awesome. You can take any photo and then it just makes it sing and dance and it, it's very creepy. Am I wrong in thinking those like lead singers for those bands, like both looked identical for that stereo, that stereotypical, um, like I see 90s. what you're going with, but, uh, with, um, Smash Mouth, he's more like Guy Fieri, Fieri. And Were they not both Guy Fieri? <laughs> they might've been. We've never seen the same room, <laughs> but Bare Naked Ladies had those, I know the two main dudes. Yeah. They're all very nerdy. And I think they did the uh, theme song for the, for that um, other nerd show that people love that I, I kind of fucking hate. The superhero one? No, Big Bang Theory. They do the intro song for that show. Was that them? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of a uh, mystery man. That was, so that was Smash Mouth again. <laughs> oh, it was. that's right. <laughs> So in your world, it wasn't just... even for that movie, but it got most popular due to Shrek. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Speaking of Shrek, Gavin, what have you been watching? Just more Shrek? I've, I've been watching so much stuff. Uh, watched. So finished. We'll come back to WandaVision. But mm-hmm. I finally watched a a fantastic. Uh, what's his name? Movie. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, you watched it. Which is good. I heard somebody say it was predictable. I would kind of agree with that. I, I, I don't fucking know, loved man. it regardless. Now, uh, uh, yeah, I loved it. There is a scene that is pretty nuts. That I, where someone is yeah, maybe dead. Yeah, that that fucked with me. Yeah, that hit me. I should really have seen hard. it coming, but yeah, when they when they finally did it, the way that things arrived on screen, yeah, that, that hit me pretty hard. You know what? Uh, there is the not Oscars, but the yeah, the Oscars. Either I think the um, the actual winners have been announced recently, and I know. Taika Waititi won for Jojo Rabbit. I'm not sure if it's directing or what have you, but yeah, yeah. I I think I I feel like he did. Um, 
honestly, like there's a there's a dinner scene with Jojo and his mom that just like I think is absolutely adorable. Her her uh Scarlett Johansson's character is so very strange in this film, but she has a couple of moments that are really great. Or the uh who's the other one eyed Nazi guy? Um Oh, who's like who really wants to like uh be flamboyant and dance around yeah. and stuff. I forget his name. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's oh awesome. yeah, so much stuff. Or his little I want to friend say Rockwell, but I'm not sure. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. It is Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Okay, yeah. His character was adorable, especially at the end. Uh, what's her name there? Yeah, she. Her character was kind of. Oh, she's great. Yeah, is it Rebel something? Yes, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. There we go. I'm remembering uh, stuff today. I'm yeah, on fire. Yeah, this today. was. If nothing else, it was a fun movie until it's suddenly not, which tends <laughs> to be the case with Nazi movies. Right. Um. Oh yeah, him who's either taller or they were using visual tricks to make him i think look... he's just that fucking tall yeah that that dude i forget his name i mean um, he could cuddle so many people that should not be cuddleable <laughs> if he's actually that tall so uh, the main kid his buddy who just kind of like gets thrown into stuff and just says okay whatever like with the glasses <laughs> he's hilarious yeah oh man this movie's awesome it was it was really good uh so i watched this uh, we'll come back to uh, again. We'll come back to one division. Okay. I watched a couple of movies this weekend. I finally saw Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. I've never watched that the whole way through. Did you like it? Uh, I did. I, I did. It was really good. Uh, I'm kind of surprised you could like start it and not finish it. This is one of those ones where it's like, where the f- so I'm googling this and there's We've, like YouTube rabbit holes. Of yeah, stuff. we have stumbled upon YouTube conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Will Ferrell, this I was this. back before, it was probably around, I don't know, Will Ferrell kind of became the same character for every single role he plays for this man child ever since Talladega Nights. This is his first kind of different role for sure. You know, he kind of did different stuff back in the day. Like you look at Mugatu from Zoolander, you look at, mm-hmm. uh, uh, God, what was his other one? Uh, Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, but they're comedic and this one's still. They were, but they weren't the same man child with every single role. And that's okay. what he's gone back to now, uh, with the exception of Lego movie. Um, and this was sort of another fun, more serious role that he did, but it's still comedic. And it was, I've never seen anything like this. I thought it was really cool. You know, it kind of reminds me of other comedians that have done the same route where it's like Sandler with uh, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. I never finished that one either. Or I don't think I ever started it. Or Jim Carrey with like, say, The Cable Guy. Like eventually they branch yeah. off and do something that's a bit more different, more serious. And they usually nail it when what's, they're comedians. What's the one Carrey did with like Something Moon or... Rocket. Ah, shoot. I know what you're talking about. It's one of my favorite movies and I'm blanking. He's the guy from Taxi? The guy from Taxi. I think that's the one I'm thinking. Oh, you're talking about, he does a biopic of um, McLaughlin or what's the performance artist guy? It's not Kyle McLaughlin. Well, I I feel like Carrie went performance art because he got like, he talked about later, I think there's a documentary about how he got locked into that role. Um. Yeah, watch that doc actually. Yeah, it was dope, but you can't tell if is the doc also like parroting stuff or what really happened. Yeah. It seemed kind of vague, but it's really cool. And yeah, it seems like he really took it, you know, super performance, not performance mode, but uh, what's that where you're method acting? He yeah, took it that yeah, route. method acting. He went super hard into that. Uh, I also watched a movie that I saw got terrible reviews, but Happy Time Murders. Oh, uh, um, what is that's recent, right? It's recent-ish, and the it just got absolutely destroyed in the reviews. Is it Happy Time or Town? Happy Time Murders. And there's puppets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a puppet movie with McCarthy. I forget her first yeah, name. Yeah, Jenna. Jenna McCarthy. Jenna McCarthy. Uh, destroying the reviews. I thought it was funny. I thought yeah. it was honest to God. Like, I I wasn't mad at it. 
thought it was decent. And then, uh, yeah, so it was, it was good. And then this other movie called, uh, the heartbreak kid, which don't even look up this trailer. It I know is, what you're talking about. Yeah. Have you seen this movie? I, I watched bits and parts of it years ago. It's with Brad, Brandon. What's his name? It starts with a B. I can't remember. Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Brad Paisley. Brand, ben Stiller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it seemed more like a rom-com kind of thing. Yeah. Like back in the nineties or, or <laughs> really? two, no, it was 2007 when it happened back when we graduated. Yeah. It would have been like funny, but like it aged so poorly I was probably two thirds of the way through the movie waiting for the plot to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I movied all over. All you movied all over. Yeah. So oh, even uh, I... What about you? Been watching any, uh, watching any movies? Did you catch up on the, uh, Israel fight? <laughs> no, there wasn't really a fight to watch. I, I think there was like a UFC ESPN one, but, um, I watched, I was knee deep into this, um, Billie Eilish documentary. Have you heard anything oh, really? about that? It's on. Can you imagine not even being 20 and having a documentary about you? That's the thing. Yeah. She's super young, but super talented. The doc is awesome. So it's on, here's the tough part. It's on Apple, whatever their Apple streaming service is, mm-hmm. which I don't know who oh. has, yeah. but I paid the five bucks to get it for a month and the doc is well worth that. Huh. It follows her career and just the the stuff that she had to go through, but mostly like how they were kind of, it's her and her brother writing everything and producing in their, in their bedroom basically. And um, it's just really dope. And they follow. <laughs> Lila, this is a mistake bringing you. <laughs> Worth a try. Yeah, it's just following her, like uh, her rise and um, the stuff they had to go through. It's just really good. She also has this. Uh, I wouldn't close the door all the way just so she can come back. She will claw out the door. Okay. There you go. Uh, she has this shitty boyfriend in the in the dock who's like obviously jealous, I guess, of her success. So it can't be bothered to like show up to her her shows it is when she's big too what yeah he's a piece of shit and she eventually you know gets rid of him and he's just like yeah kick him to the curb but it's just a really oh. good doc and it makes you tear up you feel for her, like and you're just i'm a fan i was already a fan before but now right. i'm just like 100 percent getting her shirts and gonna be at the next concert so I, I will say it makes me very happy the biggest complaint i've heard about her is that she's very overplayed and i don't listen to jesus I was trying to adjust it. You can have it follow you as you go. There you go. I don't really listen to the radio. It's a high quality. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't really listen to the radio. So uh, if you're overplayed, yeah, no one I won't hear you. Um, but it was weird this weekend. I was listening to radio driving around Tri-Cities and she was on 100% of the time. Yeah. So I, I get why people would be frustrated. Uh, but her music's dope. It's dope and it's weird, and that's uh, one yeah. thing that caught me uh, caught my interest is that it's weird. And she's also not so. There's other artists that are like younger, doing their thing, where they're more. Um, I guess they're just like more sexualized. Which if that's your thing, that's cool. But I uh, say like Ariana Grande, that's her whole thing, which is right. okay, that's fine. But with uh, well, Billy, she even talks about it a little bit. Does she? What does she say? And some of her like I remember there's like one of the like bridges to the song is about like. Uh, Bruce Marks on her knees for you and something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. She's, well, like Billy, or are you talking about Ariana Grande? Billy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. But uh, at least with how she presents herself, like on stage, Billy's wearing a bunch of like baggy clothes and just kind of bucking the trends of, oh, I have to be, yeah. you know, like everything showing skin and all that, which is fine if you want to do that. But I, I mean, like that, that. That's part of like the growing up experience is these right. weird, shitty. Yeah. But I like that she's just a different kind of pop star visually compared to the other female ones. So. I wish she was around like when I was a teenager. 
Mm. I, th- I think I like as I vibe with her music now. I think I really would have vibed with it. Yeah, it's very emo and moody and still like danceable and stuff. Still, exactly. we watched another thing. If you can have this follow you, Gavin, just I hate to be a, an asshole about it. Um, it might break on you just like it, yeah. it recently did. But uh, we watched. I'm going to be that guy on the on the radio show. Yeah, that... Please don't do that, guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, we There's watched... a lot of streamers that do that. It drives me nuts. Oh, sure. But they might have like actual mics that can move and not made out of tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stands are probably more than... <laughs> they're very they're $10 Amazon stands. But uh, we watched yeah. another dope movie. It was uh, with Adam Driver, another dude, forget his name, but Black mm. Klansman. I want to watch that. It's worth it for sure. It's really yeah. dope. Uh, just... What did you watch it on? It was on Amazon. I mean, That's you rent it. You can rent it for like, it was five bucks. So oh, you had to pay for it. Yeah, we thought we tried to you know find a streamable version of it that was free, quote unquote, but couldn't find it. But yeah, it was five bucks, it was super huh. easy, and it was worth it. It was really good. I thought that was Amazon Prime, but yeah. You know what? It might have been free, and we just never watched it when it was. And then eventually, there's that timed area where once it leaves, you have to either at least it wasn't where you have to like flat out buy the movie. There's a lot of movies out there where there's no rentable version. It's just like you got to buy it. Yeah, I I had to do that with JoJo Rabbit, but the price was finally down to ten bucks. Yeah. So Did you? So you bought it? Yeah, I, gotcha. I had to buy it. But like for the longest time, it's been like ten bucks to rent. Oh, I see. Or some. I don't know. It's it's been way too much for way too long. But fantastic movie. Oh yeah, super dope. But what? as far as like, uh, oh, you, well, you mentioned Wandavision. Let's circle back to Wandavision. Yes. Spoilers for Wandavision in three, two, one. Sorry. It's been two weeks now with the season finale, so I think we're 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 yeah. safe. But how did you feel about the really the whole show, but also them ending it, that conclusion? What'd you think? You know, I I really appreciated that. I I think the final fight scene, and it was a fight scene for most of the finale, but um, the fact that there's basically not been a single fight scene the entire show made the fight scene in the finale that much more potent. Mm. Um, I I I liked it. I was very yeah. happy with it. Um, I was too. I'm nervous to see what they're going to do with her character next. Um, yeah, because they don't really set her up to be like, okay, now she's the villain or watch out for her, but yeah, they kind of do. Kinda vague. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I think it could go either way with how she interprets her new powers or like the powers that she has access to now. Yeah. It could go either way. But I think even if she is the next big bad in the whatever movie, because apparently she's going to be with uh, Doctor Strange in the next Doctor Strange. Oh. If she's maybe the main thing they have to fight, I could see them also speaking to her, you know, her humanity and like bringing her back. But she might, yeah, be a villain for a little bit. Yeah. I, th- I think the other question is, is she actually a witch? Because that's sort of what this show is saying. Sure. That she's a witch and her name is Scarlet Witch. So she must be. And I don't know very much about like the actual lore with her character in the comics. Yeah. But yeah, magic is a thing. People have access to it. This also, they start to kind of connect the dots a little bit with like mutants because that's a whole thing with people right. being born with powers versus people that obtain power somehow. The the gal with the glowy eyes partway through. I don't know what her power is. She could stop bullets apparently. Yeah, she has just like, just, um, you know, f- not phase powers, but powers that can, she can change whether she's physical or not. She has like energy blasts or can fly. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of vague, but she has powers somehow so i'm curious there's also the fact that i think what's her name uh the the other witch uh i guess in the comic agatha book, yeah agatha i believe in the comic book universe trains scarlet witch she does so it looks like she's not going to do that now so how does that affect things although I, they I leave the door open enough. because yeah in the comic she's a uh, like a mentor 
but they do go back and forth with sometimes she's on her good side, sometimes not. So she does leave her alive and they do even like directly say like, maybe I'll need you in the future or whatever. So she doesn't kill her. She's kind of locked away. So maybe there's a point where uh, Wanda has to, you know, get her, her advice because yeah, she's a super old witch. So she knows how to use magic. Wanda has all this power and doesn't know how to use it. So she might get into trouble. I mean, you can do that. Like uh, looking back at like stick on uh, daredevil. Like, yeah, he, oh, sure. he doesn't like stick, but also he kind of needs stick and right. they made for a fantastic, super interesting plot line. So yep. if they can do something like that, um, yeah, we're going to see, it's going to be interesting where the Marvel universe goes. I really like them venturing into Disney plus by, they don't have to yeah. create these like blockbuster movies anymore. I mean, they still will, they still can, but like with Wanda, it was this kind of, if not experiment, like they could play around with different like moods and tropes and stuff. They didn't have to follow the same formula with like an Iron Man, a Captain America. So I like that they can just tell these different stories mm-hmm. that still, you know, tie into everything. The next one that I think premieres this week is um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So they're doing their show together. Oh, I think gosh. that's more of an actiony kind of thing, but I'm interested to see how that goes too. I'd be curious to know how much I need to catch up on to watch that. I feel like despite not watching a lot of like the, uh, the Endgame stuff with... Um, with the Marvel universe, I feel like I mostly understood what was going on with this. Like, yeah, I got the vision died. Yeah. Stuff happened. Um, I mean, they, they played the trauma out differently in the show in a way that I feel like I understood. So, but with winter soldier and what's his name? Falcon. I've literally only seen him in Ant-Man. So that's all I know him (laughs) from. And he's, not great in Ant-Man. He, I see. Yeah, he has a like a scene with Ant-Man where they fight. I mean, he's big yeah. in... Uh, he has ties to Captain America, and that's right. why he's he's interacted with Bucky before, and so they're going to be this ragtag, like, good cop, bad cop kind of a situation thing going on. Hmm. I think it could be cool. Um, I don't really care for Falcon, so I'm hoping this will, sure. like, make me care about that character. Um, but I'm down for it. I love that they can mess with this, you know, whole formula and create new stuff and just tell different stories that don't have to be like what you see in the theaters. They're still holding out for, uh, for black widow that it's going to be in theaters. Like, uh, right. Marvel hasn't changed at all on that. So I thought that would come to Disney plus eventually, but it's not. That is interesting. I have no, uh, so I have a shower spider that I discovered as a black widow and I've named her Scarlet now. Oh, in damn. Honor of, uh, Scarlet. <laughs> And that spider just lives there like you can't, you just don't mess with it. It has been there for four months, has had zero food, is still alive. Yeah. I feel like I have to respect the game. Well, you're the snack. You're the next snack, buddy. So (laughs) watch out for that. But yeah, I think they can eat very seldomly and just like retain energy and then go and eat something, a person. Well, I looked into it and it's like, yeah, two months is good. And I'm like, how is this thing alive four months now? And it's had two growth spurts. I don't know. Or it feeds off of your, you know, dirt or whatever you leave in the drain or something. (laughs) But it's now your pet. So, or you're its pet. (laughs) What about games? This is a gaming podcast. We got to talk about. Let's do one more hour of nonsense and then we'll get it. Exactly. We've been going on for 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you, Gavin. Um, uh, Games, what you've been playing? Uh, Don't tell me Loop Hero again because I know everyone's playing that. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I've been playing Loop Hero. Yeah. You're liking it? Uh, Yeah. I'm still. Oh my God. Is this what I think it is? What are you looking at, Kevin? Off I've screen. never seen. All right, there we go. You're snooping. I have. I've never seen. Oh, yeah. Bring that over here. I haven't played it yet. I need to play it. This was. I believe this was a PlayStation 3 launch title, I want to say. It was Launch Window, for sure. Yeah, this was. I remember 
Oh, the graphics in my, I remember them being, I'll show you some graphics, buddy. I remember them being amazing when I saw that E3 footage showing them off. I thought this was. So you're talking about layer. Now I have this in my collection because I need to play this. So me and Callum were going through various like classic PlayStation games for that PlayStation book club. And I want to also take notice for games that weren't good. And layer is one of those where it had a lot of promise, but it got just bashed in reviews. But I never played it, and I do want to give it a chance and see how it runs and, and all that. I know there the was... The animation's still pretty good. Yeah, animations, the textures don't look that bad. I guess it was the gimmicky, you know, aspect of the motion controls turned oh, a lot sure. of people off. And, you know, I guess just, like, mechanics were wonky. Well, I saw... I forgot what this was called, but I saw there's a big uh, dragon riding fighting game coming out here soon. Mm. And uh, I was just like, man, what the fuck is that PlayStation 3 game uh, that came out? It was supposed to be it. Well, the new one looks very similar to this. It may have those floaty airbaggy uh, things as well. But. I want to say they added a patch that let you not have to use the motion controls, but I can't confirm that. <laughs> but yeah, this is on my list to eventually jump into. Put this up layer. And that being said, uh, of the same. Nowhere near Megan. No, you're terrible, especially today. You're the most terrible you've ever been. Of the same ilk, though, there was a game called Warhawk. Oh, yeah. Those got uh, pretty good reviews. It was like what this should have been, because Warhawk had both regular controls plus uh, motion controls, which between the two, man, you're like a fucking dancer in the sky. Yeah. You you had so much control. Uh, it controlled brilliantly. It also had like three clouds, which seems like it wouldn't be that big a deal, but God, they looked great. I know it had a huge uh, online community, so oh, it was a big deal when they eventually turned off the servers. Like, I don't even think there were that many players per side, but it just felt like big battles. Uh, then they eventually came out with Starhawk. That was uh, the one that I think didn't do it for people, right? It could have been, yeah. But even this honestly looks better than Lair. Uh, well, no, the lighting more cartoony this is and super stuff. flat. Uh, but this was really fun. You um, know what? There was a time where, what, PS2 era, PlayStation was nailing it with multiplayer games. So they had um, SOCOM was huge. Oh, yeah. With these, like, third-person multiplayer games. And then they kind of drop that genre or drop the need to like be competitive multiplayer wise and xbox 360 just took that and ran with it yeah 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 i forgot Whoa. about Starhawk. oh man this may give you motion sickness to watch but if you're playing it it's fine yeah Ooh, the speed yeah it's dope uh i've never played this but i know people really dig this game so you guys are gonna play lair well eventually so i bought it on ebay for like eight bucks uh i think they honestly just wanted to give it away to somebody <laughs> yeah so yeah, I have that in my possession there. But um, we were talking about games. Did you get to play anything this week? Uh, I did. So what did I play? I played some more Breath Edge, um, very recently, basically last night. Yeah. Um, you're further further along on that. Uh, just a little bit. Um, I'm both making more progress. I'm very curious how much shit can be missed in this game because mm. I I found like half of a tank that's gonna double my oxygen. Um. And it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So I'm uh, hoping I can find that again. And this or, is not multiplayer, right? It's just single player? Not at all, yeah. Um, again, I've, I've heard it described as... Uh, what's that game? No Man's Sky, Minecraft? No. Aquaria? No, it's not Aquaria. Hmm. Um, anyway... But it, it's it's a lot of fun. Smash I Man. also got that weapon they were just using, the little hitty stick. I just got the version. So this one has a strength or durability of 35 out the gate. 
Okay. Um, and shortly after I got the one that had 99, I immediately got the one that had 999 durability. So it's like, I think I just stumbled upon that. I got lucky. Yeah. Or maybe I'm playing really slow. I feel like uh, when I look, I keep looking at howlongtobeat.com and they say you should be able to beat this in about six to eight hours. And I think pretty sure I was at six hours, like two hours after this point in this video. Now, so, is there like single player or like campaign content and like side stuff? And do you think you're jumping back and forth or there's just one key like path? I mean, it's a survival style game, but so okay. you have to collect these resources and use them to be able to get further each time you exit an airlock. Um, well, the survival nature, it makes me think that it can be, you know, different amounts of time for everybody, right? Because you can spend as much time as you want building out your components or your your base like you can really right. spend all the time you want to do i think it just comes down to like how will you optimize your time outside of an airlock um so when you're in an area and you can breathe but you can see in the bottom left that's your oxygen going down this player is probably going to die uh unless they have some oxygen candles uh or something oxygen candles that's a thing yeah <laughs> like a flare stick or something oh, yep they did yeah so they got 40 more seconds um but gotcha. it goes down so fast and I can't tell if like it's going down faster where I'm at. Um, anyway, so I've been playing that, uh, some loop hero, which I think I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting worse at really. I don't, I, I don't know. Loop one, like I've got loop one, absolutely mastered. Uh, but loop two is just absolutely wrecking me. Uh, it's, it's, it's tricky. I'm probably going to play some more when I get home. Um, did you it, see the this game has sold over a million copies its first, its first week damn it's dope i mean there's a lot of these indie games that are just like killing it say with valheim yeah. loop hero it's an awesome time for these indies well and it's just like this game there's nothing else like this game i the closest thing is it's like a tower defense but it's a reverse tower defense is the closest thing i can give to it so yeah. it's it's super cool i'm very happy for these devs um, I played, what was the other thing I played? I played this. I, I've been playing team fight, team fight tactics again. I got into it again. So that's your jam. Yeah. Is that on switch or is that PC? Uh, mobile and it may be on switch. Um, but I think it's just mobile and, um, league of legends launcher. Okay. But, um, I may, I kind of want to get back into, uh, after your podcast this Saturday, um, which I woke up in the midst of a hangover. So oh yeah, like you were there. Watching yeah. that and like playing fetch with a dog, and that was uh, <laughs> was a weird yeah feeling. Uh, do we need to point it more directly? Oh, uh, you're good. I'm just gonna keep doing this. You gotta I'm gonna keep playing with my. If I had a napkin, I would just like dab your little your cheeks there. I'm watching out for you, Gavin. <laughs> I'm taking care of you, my baby boy uh what was i talking about oh uh what was the game you and callum were talking about well there's a couple of them we played ratchet and clank oh, right, right. um no which game were you talking about because yeah it's we like had... the dark souls with guns uh oh remnant i may have to get back yeah. in remnant because that's a free place again again. it's it's kind of like he said like what he was fine with it single player but once he started rolling with the boys yeah that's where that that's when that game takes off so i may have to Jump in, open up the lobby, and start rolling with the boys again. Yep. But uh, what have you been playing? I've been playing some uh, Crash Bandicoot 4. Mm. So I was playing that, and it's pretty dope. I'm going to look up some B-roll here. But uh, there was a uh, there's a sale on 
PlayStation Network, and that comes with like the the PS5 version. So it's in 4K now, it's 60 frames per second, and it's really cool, really beautiful. That's what uh, first caught me off guard. This game is really, really beautiful. Um, a lot of little nods and callbacks to all the other Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot games, but also uh, it quickly becomes very hard. And I think that's sure. what that community wants because those original games are like, yeah, they kind of ease you into it, but then it's quickly where they demand like very fast reflexes and just like pinpoint accuracy and it's not very forgiving. But so it gets into that. It's, it's, it is still forgiving. Like it understands that there's a varying, you know, gameplay types and age groups playing this game. But uh, if you want to collect everything, then it's that's where the, like the difficulty kind of unfolds. But um, yeah, I'm loving it. It's just it's pretty hard. I'm already feeling it now, like two hours in. Now, is this a new game or is this a remake? It is a new game. So it's nice. Toys for Bob uh, are the devs under Activision, and they're uh, they've created this, and it's dope. Isn't Toys for Bob's or Toys for Bob the original developer? No, it was uh, Naughty Dog originally. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. And there's like the driving ones, but I'm not sure if Naughty Dog did those or not, but like Crash Team Racing and whatnot. And then somebody else did the remaster. Maybe it was Blue Point. Maybe it was, <coughs> maybe it was Toys for Bob, but uh, somebody did the the remake that was, uh, which I played as well, and it's pretty dope. I hear Crash Team Racing is really fun. Yeah, people love it. That's like uh, some people like fight you in the streets saying that that's better than Mario Kart. So uh, I would probably be fighting people in the streets for Lego racing. Like you might be the only guy there. No, I guarantee you, I am not. It was really fun. Let me look this up. You might have brought this up, or somebody else did. Uh, don't look it up. It looks terrible. Like no, time has to, not yeah. done this game any favors. But it's fun, or you yeah, just have nostalgic. It's, it's super fun, but it looks like dirt. Uh, Lego racing. Oh boy, 1999. Yeah. So what did this come out on? Conquerors bet or not Conquerors bet for a day, but uh. What what was that racing game you had that you wish you had Mario Kart? Oh, um, that was Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, too, Diddy Kong, Kong racing, racing, like as far as graphics goes, destroys this. That being said, like this race car, you do custom make the race car. That's awesome. Um, it has a similar uh power up mechanic to Diddy Kong Racing, but you can also build like this wormhole that if you put it, if you deploy your wormhole in certain parts of the track, you can just shortcut crazy sections. Interesting. So it's and now what did you what did you originally play this on? This uh, is a N sixty four. Gotcha. Which I think the PC is probably what they're playing right now. Sure. Um, on the footage, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing. I like that you can build your own racer. It yeah. Reminds me of Crash Bandicoot. Is it um, something tools or some? I forget the name of it. But that was a game where you could. It was focused on like building your your vehicles. Mm. I don't know if there's so much racing, but I know that was a part of it. But uh, that was like you know years later. Oh really. Yeah. What What do you think when you were a kid or younger? What was your favorite kart racer? I didn't like kart racers. Really? Yeah, I didn't care for them. I think that I just I was more of a platformer fan, uh-huh. and so race the kart racers just never called out to me. Like, say, I think I played Super Mario or uh, uh, Mario Kart on Super Nintendo. Was it just Mario Kart? I want to say. Yeah. Um, played that and it was fine, fun, but I never got that bug that everyone had for all the Mario Karts. Or like Ridge Racer, or you know Wave Race, or Diddy Kong Racing. I just it didn't ever. Wave Race, that was a fun one. Yeah, I like the you know the water physics physics and stuff. That was cool, but uh, they just never called out to me as a genre. So now, did you ever play Snowboard Kids? Because it's not quite a kart racer, but that was my favorite of the. I I want to call it a kart racer. That was my favorite. I played you know very snowboarding games like uh, SSX Tricky or say like Snowboard. Is it 1080 snowboarding on Nintendo 64? Oh god, that game was so hard. It was. Yeah, we had it, and I could ver- you know rarely get past a certain point because it was 
don't know if it was just the controls or what. I was just a terrible kid, but it was hard. I think it was the least forgiving in terms of like landing your snowboard after a trick. Is it 1080 racing? That can't be it, but it's no, like it's snowboarding, right? Uh, well, it's definitely 1080. Yeah, 1080 snowboarding, maybe? Yeah. I'm going to look up. Instagram. It also had, uh, I remember as... 1080 snowboarding, yeah. It shared a character between uh, this and... Actually, these graphics are... Regardless of whether this is being emulated, these graphics are better than I remember. Like, yeah. the fog's not too far out there. It's not bad. Um, yeah, one of the characters is shared between uh, this and... Uh, is it Wave Race? Oh, okay. Yeah. It almost has the same like facial stuff as Bond, too, on 64. Oh, God. I wonder who the dev is on this. But yeah, I had this. Um, at one point when I got a 64, it was like, it wasn't secondhand, but my mom knew someone that fell off the back of a truck. So we got a Nintendo 64 and then like five games at once. And I just wow. didn't ask any, any questions. But none of them were the game I wanted. I wanted Mario 64. We got this one. We got Diddy Kong and uh, something else. Eventually, we got WWE. I want to say WrestleMania. And Ooh. I was in love. Man, those games, you would be playing one match for like two hours. You could, yeah. They, they, were, they were so dope. I remember uh, first getting it and like making my parents sit in the living room and watch me play because I was just like, you got to see this. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> we were all like as a family fans of wrestling in general too, so they entertained it. But Taylor, did you fart? Uh, she likes to fart, so that might have been her. And they're terrible. So Oh, that is... Good luck, because you're right in the in the blast zone. So, oh, I feel sorry for you, Evan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I have to blame her because throughout we've done over a oh, we have oh, we have done over a hundred episodes of the show, and I've never smelt this. <laughs> yeah, clothes in a room with you. I'm I usually am, I can keep my butthole pretty tight around you unless I have I don't have to. But um, yeah, like I, I'm never really uh, farting around you. It's Lilu for sure. And she doesn't give two shits who's around. I like blow off my drink just to make sure there's no <laughs> fart around it. Yeah, she does that classic dog thing where she didn't know she farted, so she'll look at her butt like, what the what the hell just happened? And they're terrible. Uh, Megan Is that the rock? Those. That's the rock. Was his eyebrow permanently raised? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, these were great, man. Oh, yeah. um, they never... I think this was like the peak of their... Of the quality, honestly, because like they kept making them, obviously. <laughs> Sadly. But the they tried to implement like the realistic physics and it just yeah. made it so everything was just buggy and wonky. I just never understood. Did you just punch him in the dick? You did. Yeah, uh, I never understood. They have these bars down at, the, at in the HUD. You can't see it on the left. You can see it on the right. Yeah. And I don't know what these bars mean to save my life. I never knew. Now I forget, but it had to do with like how, if you have momentum, like with, with either blocking or like striking that opponent, you build it up and eventually you can do your special. Mm. And that means like they will, they'll be on the ground for longer, which lets you actually pin them and do your special. Oh, gotcha. And then after this, they implemented like grabbing, um, chairs and tables from like under the ring or eventually like leaving the ring with, that was a huge step where you can go like backstage yeah, yeah, I remember that. You'd be piling like all the the baseball bats like wrapped in barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah. These games are classic. And then you can also customize your characters. That was a big deal because this was back before WCW was implemented. Because I think eventually WWF at the time bought WCW. So because, sure. because they're separate, you could customize your character, create a character rather. So you could just create all the WCW characters and have a, have a full roster. Wow. And they also like they would have the same taunts from those WCW characters, 
So it's like the devs knew. It's like, hey, these these nerds are just going to create these characters. Let's just put all these all the basic stuff you need to make like a WCW character <laughs> in the game so you could make everybody. Wow. Yeah, these so, games are classic. Burned to my brain. That's sneaky. That's sneaky. Yeah. But again, two hours. You'd be playing for two hours. <laughs> you could. It depends. I never knew how to win. <laughs> yeah, eventually they had like uh, campaign modes and like story modes and stuff. And <laughs> Fucking eyebrow. Yeah, it's just like they, you know... Photographed his face and then just crudely put it on there. Yeah, that's how did we? Oh, cart racers. That's how <laughs> somehow. We I know there's this. a Callum always tells me he he's a big fan of this cart racing game that is with the WWE. It's like a WWF cart racing game that he swears is like one of the best ones ever. What? But I forget what it's called. Oh my god. Yeah. But Gavin, we got some news we can jump into. We do. Not a whole lot of stuff going on, but um, definitely this week, last week, Xbox is still on the show with their Game Pass announcements and the Bethesda acquisition becoming official. So here's this first one. Outriders is coming to Xbox Game Pass at launch. This is Adam Bankhurst of IGN. Xbox has confirmed that Outriders will join Xbox Game Pass for console and Android devices via Xbox Cloud Gaming on its launch day. It doesn't appear to be coming to Game Pass for PC, however. After teasing an announcement... What the fuck? Maybe it's a time thing, but God they haven't announced it. it. Yeah. So after uh, teasing an announcement over the weekend, Xbox confirmed that the game would come for Xbox Game Pass for console and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate on its April 1st launch day. It's another high-profile addition to Game Pass after Xbox added 20 Bethesda games to the service, five of which benefit from Xbox Series X's FPS boost feature. So there's a ton of them that are now part of that 20. But um, how do you feel about Outriders coming to, coming to Game Pass? Well, pissed off now. That it's not PC? Yeah, I was going to play it. You can play it on your phone with, through uh, xCloud. I don't like your solution. <laughs> that's their solution they're telling you. I know I know it, it comes with that, but that's a shitty solution. Yeah. Um, that is cool that it can at least do that. Um, yeah, I need to play more of this game. I never even beat the demo, which... so. I know they released the engagement rate for people playing the demo, and it was pretty long. It was like 40, 50 minutes. Nice. For the demo itself, which I think is, you know, on that the gets side. you through the shitty intro. Gotcha. It is a I've just seen clips of like the story cutscenes and you know, <sighs> it looks, then there's an infamous like cutscene to jump over a, yeah. a ridge. But I think this is uh they wouldn't have made this deal unless they, you know, didn't see the engagement on on with the demo and they, they trust the Game Pass has so many uh, users now that it's a legit way to launch a game. And if not for like a timed, you know, um, exclusivity or whatever but um yeah it's not coming to pc um for some reason they made that deal but oh shit um i would be curious we do have these games uh coming to xbox game pass um which confused me because several of them i'm pretty sure were already on there like dishonored 2 i have on game pass and i've had for months now you're right so why is that being listed doom uh 2016 i'm pretty sure it's been on there uh fallout 76 i'm very positive has been on there maybe not with all the expansions sure um i think rage 2 so i'm not sure i don't know maybe they're reminding people i do think it's a big deal that they're making this into a commercial and they're showing off the commercial to people saying hey you may not pay attention to gaming news but this is big fucking news so listen up yeah, I think that's a good point that I didn't catch that a lot of these are already on Game Pass, so they're just kind of reiterating. Yeah. I don't know what's actually a new entry, because I think even Evil Within was there. Um, I know some of the Wolfenstein's Youngblood for sure was there. Oh, was it? But um, the older scroll, the Elder Scrolls, some of the older ones might have been a newer thing. But oh, yeah, Morrowind on there. I'd be down to play me nice. some Morrowind. Yeah, that was the 
361 or no that's oblivion so morrowind is on was on the original xbox, xbox. Yeah. yeah yeah i i just like from what i've been told that one like that was before i think oblivion is where they it auto adjust areas to your level whereas elder scrolls 3 you could go into an area that's gonna fucking wreck you gotcha and maybe you struggle and you get through it or maybe you come back later when you're a little bit more powerful i wish more games would do that yeah, not scale for you. Yeah. You know, I would love if games did that when it comes to like the Souls games. They don't give a <laughs> shit what level you are or who you are. It's just brutally hard no matter what. I would love some kind of, right. you know, leeway there. But yeah, I mean, so, you know, 20 games, whether they've already been there or not, are announced as added to Game Pass. But, Doom 64, uh, baby. That's the way to play. Uh, that's the way to play the original Doom. Apparently, I think, oh, yeah, I want to say. Um, Digital Foundry did a breakdown, and they're saying that it's actually running really good. They're huge nerds for any kind of Doom port. Sure. Um, but uh, part of this news that was from last week is that they also confirmed the messaging with Bethesda games now coming to PlayStation. So the official wording is, it's anything that has Game Pass, that's where the, the Bethesda games will go. Mm-hmm. So if unless you know, PlayStation gets Game Pass, which is not going to happen anytime soon, that sounds like a weird universe where that does exist. Right. But unless it goes there, they're not going to be on the PlayStation platform. It still gives me hope that Game Pass will come to Switch. At this point, this has been rumored for so long right. that it can't be a thing. I think when we first started recording two years ago, that was one of the early uh, rumors was that there was some kind of Game Pass thing coming to to Switch. And I think it's still possible they have a great relationship with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So if it's going to go anywhere, it's going to go there. Um, I think they need to make that happen. Maybe this year, that's a that's a big announcement they can get. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I mean, as far as PlayStation owners go, players, there's some that are salty online, but um, I, I don't fall in that camp because I've been, even though I'm a PlayStation, like primarily a PlayStation user, I want Xbox to play this game where they're more competitive with exclusives. That's what Sony's been doing for the past 10, 15 years and they've been killing it. So I want Xbox and I'm happy now that they're they're doing that. They're making They're giving you a reason to buy an Xbox and now this is that reason. Right. I, I think something, and I even saw this with you and Callum this weekend, there's been a lot of PlayStation fanboys out there that have been like, you know, like, yeah, it sucks. I'm probably not going to be able to play the next Elder Scrolls game, but like good on Xbox for getting in the fucking game. Yeah. hundred percent. They've been, they've been out for way too long. So. Yep. And they started that. What was it? Like two game awards ago. They started announcement announcing, <sighs> um, acquiring this, acquiring that studio. Dude, it could have been three. Yeah, it honestly could have been. Three. It was a while ago, and so we were waiting for. Okay, they have these these uh, studios under their belt now. Mm-hmm. When are we going to see these these dope exclusives? But even then, we're seeing some of those games come out that were still to PC, which is something they're always going to do. But now, I think this is a huge step for them. Going, okay, we're building this platform that you want to come to Xbox to be a part of. You know, something thinking about that that makes me a little bit nervous is uh, where is Psychonauts? Yeah, Psychonauts two. I don't know if we've gotten an update uh, recently. I think the last one was one of the, maybe the last, the Game Awards before the last one, they had uh, Schreier, what's his uh, name, the main dude? Oh, uh, why am I blanking? Yeah, I'm blanking on him too. Yeah. Um, He's an industry veteran. Anyways, the creator Psychonauts. Yeah. Uh, He was there presenting. I think that's right when they made that deal. So that was a while ago. So maybe there's been trailers since then and I just haven't uh, been on board, but. Well, and it was in development for a while before that too. Like it was a, not Kickstarter, but whatever platform they did that's kickstarter adjacent oh okay yeah i know um maybe with the help now that they're acquired by xbox they have more people that can throw at it to finish it up but 
unless they kind of come out of the out of nowhere with a you know a 2021 release date maybe that's 2022 or end of 2021 but i I have to imagine that's somewhat close to being a real thing because they've had a while to work on that tim schaefer there we go i'm worried it's been in the kitchen too long it's been in the oven too long maybe maybe um there's also uh, Ninja Theory's um, um, Helga. No, what's the what's the Hellblade? There we go. Oh, that was the first time when they got they bought them. That's right? a weird one. And they kicked off the Series X announcement by showing that footage, quote unquote, from the new uh, Hellblade. And so, when do we see that? Another work on Project Mara, which is that um, mental health game that they're playing with, but that's like a side thing. So, when do we see some Hellblade? Um, but even then, at least they have the all the entire teams of Bethesda to kind of add some padding for this next year before these like big juggernauts start to come out. And then at the end of 2021, we have Halo, which is going to be huge. Oof. That's going to be nice. I mean, it sounds like they seem like they're pretty dead set on getting that out this year. I think so. And that's one thing I want to say it's one of our stories here. Yeah. We mm-hmm. can jump to the next two, but the dev team is super uh, transparent and letting the community know, like, here's what we're working on. Here's how the game is panning out. There's those uh, uh, thumbnails from, what, two weeks ago. It's like yeah. they're really trying to be just open about how the game's going. So I think this is a, a definite change from the year before when we didn't know and then we got that trailer and people freaked out. But um, speaking of Halo, so we got Halo Infinite yeah. will not feature the iconic dual world mechanic or playable elite. So this is from Destructoid here as the story. Halo Infinite, thankfully, is getting more time in the oven. So what's the latest? An expectation check. 343 confirms that there will be no playable elites in the game. Quote, we're not currently planning on adding playable elites and no dual wielding. Currently, no, that's not in the cards right now. Yet the open world will focus around a night-day cycle as well as weather system uh, ups and downs. So they're revealing more about the, you know, the night-day cycle affecting gameplay. No elites and then also uh, no dual wielding. Um, Is this, you know... Does this make you not care at all? I think this is that's fine because you're trying to get back to like bare bones Halo combat, it seems like. Sure. I mean, I would think, I would hope no dual wielding would make balancing a little bit easier. That being said, um, playing like some Halo 2 and 3 recently, the dual wielding was fun. Yeah. Like it's a legit option, but also, I mean, single wielding those weapons wasn't really an option. Um, yeah, with like the the needler and stuff. Um, yeah, there's certain weapons that I just wouldn't pick up because, or you have to like kind of master them because you could, you probably yeah. could be a, a surgeon with a needler, but it just wasn't something people did. Yeah, and these weapons usually came in pairs of twos, at least in multiplayer. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's I'm not upset about it. It's a little too bad because it was just uh, it was just cool. Right, cool is fine. I can like a feature because it was fucking cool. But uh, no playable leads. I I don't care one way or another, but they were cool in two. They were cool. Um, I think if they do really focus on Master Chief, and I think all in all, they're trying to bring everything back to what made Halo 1 special. Yeah. And so by getting rid of some of these features that they've added along the years, just by you know trying to calibrate the combat and just figure out why people loved you know Halo Combat Evolved and just really focus on that while adding these new components like the whole open world thing the night day cycle um maybe some kind of leveling up feature i don't think they've talked about that yet but all games have that now so you have to imagine something like that but i'm still i'm very happy with like how open they're being about the process and i'm just way more uh hopeful with this game coming out in 2021 i think they're seems like they're gonna nail it they had an extra year to bake to bake this in the oven so i think right. something worthwhile is gonna come out 
I I I hope it's worth it. I think it's going to be worth it. Give us give us that Halo because Halo. I I feel like Halo hasn't been Halo in a while. Like there have been right. multiple times where I play a game and I'm like uh, Apex Legends. I'm like this is the most fun I've had since Halo in high school. Sure. So if we can bring back that feeling, let's do it. That's a vibe I think that they're putting out. Is they're trying to get back to Halo as well. Yeah. And trying to just you know really figure out each different components. Like, does this add to the gameplay? Does this change anything? If not, then, you know, get rid of it. Let's kind of strip this down, which might make it stand out more in a, in a world where we have Warzone, we have Call of Duty, you know, you mentioned um, Apex Legends. We have yeah. all these games that are having all these different things going on at once, which is fine, but this can kind of create its own path being something that's that seems actually way different from all the other shooters that are out right now. Right, right. It's just, it is sort of weird having this game be so innovative for its time. Yeah. That kind of feels like it's been left in the past, and I really hope they can bring it back. Um, you know. Yeah, same here. Evolve that combat again. <laughs> Do it. Evolve twice. <laughs> Evolve two. <laughs> Point three, because two already exists. Oh, yeah, sure. All righty, Gavin. Our next one here is about the Switch. Nintendo reportedly expecting expecting another record year for software with a series of major games. This is Joe Scrabbles of IGN. Nintendo is reportedly expecting to ship 250 million units of software in its next fiscal year, comfortably beating its existing all-time records, thanks to a lineup of mostly unconfirmed blockbuster games. What? Yeah. Per anonymous sources of Bloomberg, Whoa. Nintendo has briefed some partners and suppliers on its ex- expectations for April 2021 to March 2022, so a full year and set expectations of shipping 250 million games. April's next month, bud. Yeah, so that's their next fiscal year. They're they're planning on selling 250 million games. Yeah, so part of that is, uh, so 250 million, million units is a frankly enormous increase on that new record, and if legitimate, represents huge confidence for Nintendo in its upcoming games. A new Pokemon Snap, Mario Golf Super Rush, and Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD will all drop in that period, which could represent high sellers, and a large proportion of Monster Hunter Rise's sales will also likely come in the next financial year. And I also throw into the mix that new Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Maybe, I highly doubt Maybe it. Maybe this year. I yeah, hope. But, but this is giving them praying. a full year from now. So I feel like it's got to be within that window, right? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. So if you add all these different games, 250 million units, uh, or software sales, rather, that they could definitely reach that. Um, there's a lot that they're going to have for the next year. I want to know more about what we don't know. I want to know so much more. That being said, on the of that list of games, what has you the most excited? For sure, it's a uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild two. That's not on the list there, but um, the more I watch like different YouTube playthroughs, I just want to go back and play it. That's why I was like bugging you that one day. It's like I want to. Play. I don't need another game to throw into the mix, but I have this huge urge to go back and play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Remind um, me again next time. I'm yeah for sure. Uh, Skyward Sword, I'll give it a chance at some point, but I'm not going to pay full price for it. It's just, it, it didn't click with me when it was on Switch uh, or uh, on Wii, so I highly doubt it's going to be magical. Give you the Wii version. <laughs> yeah, I might as well just buy that on sale. Uh, Pokemon Snap, I mean, that I is have my... it. You can just have it for life. It can be yours. <laughs> That's the thing. Even then, it's like you're giving it to me, and it's like, I don't know if I want to go to the house. <laughs> but uh, as far as that list goes, Pokemon Snap, that is my jam. I loved Pokemon Snap. So I was going to ask you about that. That was... I have so many fond memories of that game, which literally is two hours. My second time playing through it, I beat in two hours. Yeah, you can beat it fairly quickly, but I mean, there's a lot of different like 
part of the charm is like finding all the different little uh, things you can play with with the environment and how you can get other Pokemon to jump out and react to other ones. And the, like yeah. the replaying of it is what makes it fun. And it sucks because that requires so much effort to pack all that into a game. Yeah. Uh, and it can be knocked out very quickly, but Oh, I hope it's good. That was, that was, that was one of the biggest games of my childhood. I think I, yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah. I never cared for like the traditional, uh, trading and fighting in, in Pokemon games, like where you play or fight each other with your Pokemons. I don't know anything about it. I don't care. Right. It's never struck, struck a chord with me, but Pokemon Snap did a hundred percent. Yeah. I even got uh, Pokemon Stadium as a kid, and I was just like, this isn't Pokemon Snap. Get this out of my face. That was quite a bit different. That was like Pokemon, but 100% battling, Right. which Pokemon is not just battling. There's a lot in between the battling. Um, Gotcha. And there's also, we haven't heard any updates on Metroid Prime, what, 4, 5, whatever the next one is. Mm -hmm. I know it was kind of not development hell, but like they were moving around with the teams and trying to... Yeah, change gears with it. Was that last year at some point? That was the last time they talked I, about it. I feel like it was two years ago. It could be. It's been a hot minute. Do we see at least an update this year? You know, like uh, that's in the waiting in the wings. I called it for the last press conference, dude. Like I, I thought it would be out by now. I or not out, but Announced. I thought we'd see a lot more by now. So I, I don't even know. I think if that Switch Pro is legit, and the, if that is coming this year, yeah. wait till that's confirmed, and maybe put that. That's the thing. Whatever games are coming out, you have to imagine are still going to be playable on regular Switch and Switch Pro. Yeah. So that's a game that could maybe... And and Switch Lite. And Switch Lite. Yeah. But with Metroid, that could be a game where it could take advantage of whatever extra hardware boost uh, the Switch Pro will have. So maybe save it for that. But as I think about that out loud, it's like it's still going to be able to be played on Switch Lite and, and regular. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. So uh, I don't know about that. But um, But I can't wait to see what that game even looks like. If there's yeah. a new direction or a reimagining or what have you. Uh, we had some footage going in the background of Nintendo games uh, that reminded me I did play a little bit more in Bowser's Fury this weekend. Ooh, yeah. You still liking it? Is it changing at all your experience? It's just very different. I can see, I continue to see why people see this as an experiment, a prototype. This is something they tried out. Um, it's It's cute. Yeah. I don't know that I'd want more than four hours of this. I don't think if they turn this into a full-size game, uh, it's going to play this simply. It's very simple. I think we'll give it that. Um, whereas like Mario Galaxy or what's the newest one? Mario Odyssey. You're chaining together insane amounts of stuff. Mm. But it's fun. I like it. It's cute. Gotcha. Yeah, this is on my radar. At some point, I do want to buy this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's Nintendo, and they never bring down the price on their games. But and that's fine. I think I thought I'm ready about to pay. buying the cart just so I could like lend it to you afterwards. Uh, apparently, I haven't unlocked whatever's in front of them there. But uh, that rainbow thing going on, yeah, that rainbow. Hmm. So yeah, some uh, very uh, big expectations from Nintendo for this next year. Selling a Nintendo, bunch of Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. Uh, you, what you up to, bud? Right. Yeah, step. They probably have some plans that I'm just not aware of. Oh, I'm sure everyone's got their stuff. I can't wait to see what what happens this year. Especially no. like summertime is usually when these, you know, um, console manufacturers start to announce really dope stuff. So with Sony, with Xbox, I think this spring summertime is when a lot of these juggernaut announcements are going to come out. I still think as good as this year is going to be, I think next year is legitimately 
going to be completely off the chain. Yeah, for sure. If you look at every console release, it's like the first year you're getting a lot of cross-platform stuff and stuff that is not optimized. It's like the second, third, that's when you start to get like really tailor-made games that blow everyone out of the water. So you're right where if you're really waiting for like some, you know, dope stuff, it's going to be, it's yeah. going to be the, these next years. But like this year hasn't been, uh, hasn't been a chump at all. Like you had, at least on the yeah. PlayStation 5 side, you had Miles Morales. You had a lot of next gen versions of games, upgrades like uh, Ghost of, of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of like support for last gen that's still been like uh, bringing life back to these other games. So I've been fine with how this year's been going. But yeah, as far yeah. as like crazy, you know, drop your pants exclusive games that are for next gen, uh, not yet, but it's it's coming. I do, I do love as well. One of my coworkers recently got a PlayStation 5 this last Thursday. I'm like, dude, how are you liking the solid state? And he's like, I can't go back. And that's how I oh. felt once I got my M.2. There's no going back. Yeah. Load times, fuck them. Absolutely fuck them. For sure. <laughs> yeah, we just got to get this uh, SSD tech cheaper. But yeah, uh, it's, for sure. It's already pretty good. I, I saw a deal on a uh, one terabyte for 200 bucks. And uh, it's going to like... Hard drive technology is going at a different pace than the rest of technology as a whole. It's going really fast. So I'm sure this time next year, it's going to be two terabytes for 200 bucks. That's possible. Um, yeah. Although with the SSD on the PS5, uh, it's that next, next version, whatever, that is still pretty pricey. It's 3.m. Yeah, something like that. It's like yeah. this next uh, level. So, but that even then, all this stuff gets cheaper over time. So it will get cheaper. That's that's still my favorite innovation. Like when I was again, even going back to an older game, when I was replaying Dishonored One, that one second load time, yeah. my immersion is not broken at all. Right, Just get me, get me in there. And it really, especially the game like that, where you're kind of there's trial and error. You're figuring out which path mm -hmm. you want to take. It's not punishing you for dying because you can jump back in very quickly. So you're not getting frustrated. Have you seen the load screens for uh, Demon Souls on PS5? Yeah, where it's it really quick. The, like, yeah, I played the it. Mist, and then the mist goes away, and you're back. Yeah, it didn't make it any better every time I was dying, but that is happening. Yeah, like even the load times in Cyberpunk were pretty low. Like it's, um, yeah, I was playing on PC and it was fine. I don't know how the console was doing, but yeah, yeah, it's great. I appreciate it. Alrighty, Gavin, we got an update on a game that we've been waiting for. So Ready we got, uh, we'll finally get a fresh update on Dying Light 2 this week. So this is from Chris Moyes of Destructoid. So Techland is finally ready to offer new information on the development of Dying Light 2. The developer will release an update pertaining to the Long in Limbo sequel on Wednesday, March 17th. That's this Wednesday. And a follow-up to Techland's update announcement on Twitter, the, the developer admitted that it had jumped the gun on Dying Light 2's reveal, which took wow. place way back at E3 2018. However, Techland said that production has been continuously moving forward since the initial reveal, and as such, the sequel was not in any form of development hell. That was rumored a bit a while ago. Mm -hmm. Although this is coming from the dev, so of course they're not going to admit that like they've had internal problems or whatever. Is this footage from Dying Light 2? This is their 2018 E3 reveal. So this yeah. was five years ago, yeah, and they're really? saying they jumped the gun, and this game looks better than most things out there today? Well, I guess jumping the, jump the gun in the sense that they couldn't bring this to, to, um, to launch you know, anytime quickly. It's like, this is what they're shooting for, but it seems like it's not all done yet. And, and promising this. Yeah, for sure. They, I think they can nail it eventually, but they just couldn't hit that 2020, uh, spring was their original, uh, launch time. Oh, what, is that? Huh, what was that? You just, did? I'm sorry. I yawned. <laughs> no, I just now hear it way more clearly in my headphones. I can, uh, Oh, you're wearing the headphones. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm getting my microphone touched up on today. All right. No, that's way too close. That was uh -huh. way too close. 
that good? I, I know that you like to go for like dramatic effects sometimes, but it's it's do worst. I? <laughs> yeah. Or am I just talking louder? No, that... sometimes you like to get in there to like drive a point home. I don't think I do that intentionally. Oh, I I listen to the stuff back, and yes, you do. And I love, I respect, and love that you like to do that. That's a performance side of you. But then when it comes to audio, it's just the worst. So that's mm. just some feedback there. But um, yeah, so it's it's coming. We're getting some updates on it. I'm very excited to to hear that you know they're willing to talk more about it and it's not dead um this game looks super ambitious i'm hoping that if we're gonna end up seeing like updated gameplay that hopefully nothing's been like scaled back maybe they have to do that to get this game out hopefully they can still you know provide what they promised on with this footage anyways my concern and this happens you see this a lot with movies when they change like writers or directors part way through is it feels like two different movies or two different games and they did get rid of the the writer, who's a legendary writer, but he had a pretty big Me Too moment. Yes, I pulled that up. Yeah, so that's why he left in June 2020. Right. So my hopefully whoever took over can kind of pick up where they left off and make it feel uh, right. Um, so I have I have hopes. I really want this game uh, to live up to its potential. I will definitely beat this game in anticipation uh for dying light 2 that being said i remember when i finally upgraded my pc and i could play this game at max settings uh and i was left at the first section where you got to run around with the the sun is gone oh yeah and i poopied my pants i poopied (laughs) yeah it's scary i poopied the whole room yeah because the audio is so great where you hear these like bloodthirsty you know zombies or demons whatever the hell they are yeah zombies yeah right behind you like on your shoulders and you have to just run like if you spend any second to like turn around i think they give you that slow down time turnaround thing but it's like you don't want to see that because it's just a pile of something yeah. behind you and you just have your little uv light it's dope right and uh and the first mission when you finally get to this area is like yeah you got to run out in that shit i'm like mm, no i don't i'm just gonna <laughs> stop playing now yeah so that's great i think i love the first one so i'm hoping that they can you know they can nail it they can provide what they were trying to do and even though they've had the hiccups with development stuff and losing various key people in the development process, I'm hoping they can they can still even if the writing sucks, it's like that first game, yeah. the writing wasn't the strongest part of it. It was the mechanics. So I'm fine if the writing is not that great in this game. Sure. I uh I'm also impressed by like the support for it with all the DLCs and oh like, yeah, the, they kept adding stuff. I think stuff. they added like four player that you can play through it, like four players with you. It's possible. I didn't see that. That's awesome. I know yeah. there's vehicles at some point or like a separate war- area where there's vehicles. That's yep. yeah, nuts. So we'll hear about that this week. So that's pretty dope. And Gavin, we're at an hour and that's all I got for you this week. We can end it there. A short and tight hour episode. Where can that's they find you? Oh, yeah. um, where can they find you on the interwebs, Gavin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Drunk Devs. Awesome. You can find us as well on Twitter at Plastic Heart Pod. Gavin, you're starting to tweet now. You're getting, you're getting older, you're growing up. So I, I, I'm starting to retweet now. Starting to, That's yeah. what I'm doing. Baby steps. We'll get there. We'll get there where you drop your hot uh, Corona you know, tweets online. We'll get there. <laughs> Conspiracy stuff, whatever you want to throw out there. Oh, boy. Oh, brother. <laughs> All righty. We will end it there for the week. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Catholic Space Lasers. <laughs>